So, Mr. Sparks, then, where's the vault? The what? I don't know what you're talking about. In some way, by some method, you should know the location of this vault. Tear and avoid hammer here. We've got some more work for you if you're up for it. My sister is on the Black Star, and I was told that the Starfinder Society had commissioned the ship, but it hadn't returned. Well, I know I definitely want to go with Tierna's stuff again, because that went so well the last time. No, we're going to go find your sister, clearly. Welcome, one and all, to the Die by the Dice podcast. We're an actual play tabletop RPG in Starfinder. Thank you for joining us on our space adventure. I'm John, and I'll be the gem for this game. I'm Jessica, and I'm playing Noemi Domash, the Lushunta Technomancer and Captain of the Gep. I'm Lisa, I'm playing Kerr Sylvanen, the Vesk Soldier. I'm Tom, I'm playing Lycos 9, the Android Solarian. And I'm Brent, I'm playing Sparks, the Ahsoki Mechanic. So we're going to do a little bit of retcon from the end of last session. It's actually going to take about a day to get the get properly geared and outfitted for the journey through the Vast. Uh, as these journeys can take up to round trip about two months at the out, at the long end, uh, you're going to make sure you need a lot enough food and supplies. So that's going to pretty much happen off camera for the most part, unless there's anything specific you want for your journey, uh, either to help pass the time or to get yourselves a little treat while en route. Nope. I didn't even think about treats. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah, I might find a book or something. something Because I, I had that romance novel that we found on the mine... Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's sparked my interest in other romance novels, so I'll find another space romance novel. If Nicholas sparked your interest in <laughs> Yes, John. Gross. <laughs> I guess that's payback for all the stupid space ones we get. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not done with those. <laughs> Are there any more violent bloody video games I can play with uh Renault? Oh yeah, the there's a ton of different options. There's everything from shoot 'em up gore fests to kind of very chill, atmospheric Sensory experiences. Walking simulators. I was thinking about those old, uh, like the predecessors to Rock Band, the rhythm games. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it took me so long to remember the word rhythm game. <laughs> While you're on the ship with Renault, then, like this nine, the local docking comm has a ping. I ping back. Hello, is this like this nine? It is. Who is this? I'm ADN15. Uh, you may call me Aiden. I wish to speak with you, please. In person or over the comms? Uh, in person would be preferable. I have something for you. I'm also outside your ship, so this is a little strange. <laughs> I'll be right there. What the thing is? I'm sorry, that apparently is bugging you. <laughs> it's not centered. There we go. I feel better now. Where's Jesse's ADD? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just starting to bug me too. Thank you. OCD. <laughs> also, ADD considering you were distracted. <laughs> That's more what I was referring to, that you were just like, Brr. Outside the ship, you see a fairly youthful-looking android. They have shaved hair on the side of their head and long, slicked-back black hair coming from the top. They have pale white skin and green circuitry. Greetings, Aiden. What is it you have for me? Yes, I wanted to say thank you to you. Uh, I am a friend of Boswell's. I was speaking with the Pax, and they mentioned the situation you were in and how you were able to save... A number of androids, and it sounds like Boswell was on that same list. Ah, uh, well, we did what we could. Uh, fortunately, there was a lot that we weren't able to save before the. He's kind of like pauses for a second because uh, I don't think he'd ever actually really thought about how many androids died in the midst of all those shenanigans. 
Yeah, I, I did what I could. Well, that you were able to save my friend is heartening to me. Also, I must admit a, a bit of a spike of jealousy. You're a Solarian, I've been told. Uh, yes. And kind of like his eyes dart to like the little glowing moat that's circling him. Ever since I awoke, that was my dream as well. But I could not have the, I could not make the connection. So I'd like you to have this. And he brings forth a small wrapped package for you. I uh, accept it and kind of, it's customary to open in front of people in this world. Or is it customary to not? Uh, just like in real life, it's kind of up to you and up to the person. Oh. Some people like to see their gifts open so they can kind of see the reaction. Other people prefer... Uh, then in that case, I open up in front of them. Okay. You see a small machine about the size of a belt buckle, like a sort of large one. He says, I bought it a little prematurely in hopes that my talent would bloom. Alas, I have no use for it, so hopefully you might. It's a gravity bridge. And then seeing your sort of lack of immediate recognition, he says, <laughs> uh, it creates a small uh, ripple in space through um, a micro black hole contained within, uh, allowing for short-range teleportation. Oh. Also, because of your cosmic attunement, you can channel void energy into it and recharge it more quickly. Hmm. So mechanically speaking, the gravity bridge takes up your belt slot. Uh, it allows for, once per day, a 30-foot teleport as a swift action. You must know the location you're teleporting to, so you must be able to see it through some means or another to properly calibrate it. If you're fully void attuned, you may spend your void attunement to recharge it instead of doing any other void powers. Okay. Uh, also, it will otherwise recharge from ambient gravitational forces once per day. Well, thank you. I will surely put this to good use. I'll be heading out to a place where it'll be very useful anyway. We're heading out soon. That heartens me. I'm glad someone will. It was taking up space in my closet, and my partner was not happy with it anymore. Oh, in that case, I'm glad to help you out with you and your partner. And your friend. Yes, it's, it's good when good can come from bad. Yes, I agree. Walk well in your journey, like us nine. And I, as uh, you as well. And they give a little bow and wave and depart. I put on my new gravity belt. Gravity bridge. All right. So, Sparks, you're grabbing the last of your stuff from the office okay. and making preparations when there's a, a knock at the door. Uh, I'll use my exocortex to check the video feed, see who's at the door. You see a pair of familiar Yosoki, uh, Gaul and Carson, your exocortex reminds you. Oh, yeah, I remember these guys. Um, Wait, are these the guys you stole from? Maybe. Well, I haven't used anything yet, so they don't know I stole it. Okay. Um, sure, yeah, I'll, uh, open the door. They come in. Oh, just the guy we're looking for. Hey, good to see you. Yeah, likewise, what's up? Well, we wanted to give you a big thank you and see how you're doing. You gave us this business card and we wanted to see the digs, check them out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll welcome him in, I guess. He says, well, nice, kind of sparse, but I like it. And he's like, eh, you could use a little more, a little more something. Probably some more tables or, like, a schematics or maybe a, a drill press. Couldn't agree more. It's just, Wait, sorry, oh. that wasn't a sparse voice. Uh, yeah, couldn't agree more. <laughs> well, hey, I wanted to give you a little something. The modifications you recommended, they worked great. Sweet. Glad right. to hear it. We've got a big contract with Abadar Corp, and we're set, basically. I mean, we got a big corporate gig now. We're going to start mass-producing our mass projectors. <laughs> <laughs> I stumble over that one, too. <laughs> so, uh, one inventor to another. Here, have this. And he hands you a small... About nine inch cube. 
Ooh, and he immediately starts like, is it wrapped or? Uh, no, they wouldn't wrap it. You can see what it is. It's a microbot kit. Sweet. So with this, you can manufacture small one-time use robots to do just about anything. Okay. The robots can use, <clears throat> sorry, uh, once used, they will basically fall apart, but they can do, they can be custom programmed to do pretty much anything you need. Mm-hmm. And one of them points out, also, there's a little nanoforge inside, so you can use almost anything for raw materials. Cool. Uh, so, I mean, it, so far you've seen you seem like you're you're able to help us out a lot, and so maybe this will let you kind of use that imagination to uh, to get use in the field. Yeah, I can't wait to try it out. So mechanically, what it's going to do for you is you have materials for three microbots uh, along with it. It's forty credits for the raw materials to build another microbot, or Basically, you can break down any item to its raw credit value in raw materials for additional microbots. Cool. So if you have like a salvage laser rifle, you Mm -hmm. can basically just pop it into the Nanoforge and get half the item's market price as raw materials for the Nanoforge. Okay. What it will allow you to do is substitute your engineering check for any other skill check. Jesus. All right. um, Per microbot. Or you can use half of your total engineering bonus as an attack bonus for the microbot. Okay. So you can use it as like a little bomb or like a one-time laser shot or something like that. Okay. That's that's pretty good. All right. <laughs> it takes one minute to build a microbot, and you mm. can have one active at a time. Okay. So if I build them... Oh, you said they're one-time use. Okay. So he could just... Could he just have one built to like carry around? Yeah. He would, and then yep. he could use it for anything? Yeah, he would choose the function of it at the time of building. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be used to make one skill check or an attack roll. Mm-hmm. Is this a B-Seeks? Kind of? <laughs> Not really. I mean, it doesn't get filled with existential dread for existing for too long, but I mean, <laughs> that always sounds like a B-Seeks. I mean, I guess you could program it as it's one, it's one job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, guys, this is great. Thanks. There's no thank you. We're rich now. Hooray! <laughs> Sweet, okay. And with that, they kind of... Mm. Chat a little shop, um, mm-hmm. but then see, they see that you're busy and kind of go on their way. Okay. Sweet. All right. So one last visitor before we move on. That evening, you're kind of the last in the shop, sort of wrapping up. You know you're going to be you? closing. Me? Yeah, sorry. Noemi. <laughs> <laughs> Noemi, you know that you're going to be the last person here for a while. You're kind of setting up your away from the office, indeterminate. If you need immediate assistance, hopefully we'll be back soon. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, outgoing message. Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, next time I'm back in Absalom, I think I'm going to put out a an ad for someone to take care of the office while we're gone. <laughs> I just don't know that we have the credits to pay anyone right now. The door opens up and you see the familiar face of Thaniel, your older cousin, come in. Uh, he's a Demaya Lashinta, much like yourself, and tall and handsome, and he's got basically identical gray on both of his temples. Uh, a little early, but he doesn't seem to bother him. Daniel, you came to check out your investment? <laughs> says, I mean, can it just be seeing my favorite cousin? You don't have to put such a, a business-like thing on it? Well, yes, yes, then I'm here to see my, fav- <laughs> my, my best investment. <laughs> it's good to see you. You too. He says, your last update was a little bit, uh, a little worrying. You holding up okay? What do you mean? Well, it seems like you're kind of getting your ass kicked, like... Every time you turn around, be it, uh, you know, robbers or demons or statues. 
androids or yeah. No, it's it's been a trying few months. I'll 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 be honest about that, but you know, I don't know if you've heard, but um Deanna hasn't been heard from, so we're headed out to to go try to find her. Yeah, your folks are all in a tizzy about it. I have to kind of get away with it. I was getting woozy just being near their thought web. Well, to be honest, I'm sure she's okay. You know, she can handle herself, and she's on the Black Star, but I think it'll help them, and, and it'll help me to know that she's okay. So, I meant regarding helping people, that's kind of why I'm here. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to protect my investment, and <laughs> also my favorite cousin, so I got you a little something. And he holds out to you what looks like a small brooch, effectively, in size. It's a hexagonal shape with some visible circuitry and like a crystalline lattice interwoven with it. Uh, you can make a engineering check if you want to identify yourself. I'll try. All right. 17. All right. You recognize this as a crash shield. You can spend your reaction to have incoming damage from any one attack or spell that you can see. It can store up to three charges and restores one charge per day as it generates a basically kinetic charge from your ambient movement. It has damage, right? Yes. Daniel, this is this is so generous. I, I Thank you. I, I mean, you've done so much for me. Hey, don't worry about it. Just go home safe, okay? I'll try. And he comes and gives you a big hug and then says, well, don't be a stranger. I mean, I know your mom way bugs you about it, but it'd be nice to see you at home once in a while. I'll think about it. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to bug you about it. Stay safe out there, and then he leaves. All right, so you guys are equipped. The Gep is stocked with plenty of food supplies, although certainly nothing that particularly special or flavorful. Kritka has made her, has sort of rebuilt her nest, and you have all stocked your personal quarters. Uh, any last-minute things before you head out? Uh, not that I can think of. All right. We're then. all fully healed and resolved and all that, right? Yes, you were fully healed by the, the Soul Forge. Including resolve points? Yes, resolve uh, refill at the beginning of a long, or at the end of a long rest. Oh, okay. All right, Lycos 9, as you fire up the drift engine, go ahead and roll me 5d6 for travel time. Roll low. All one, snake eyes. <laughs> no. Ooh, I see boy. a two. There's a couple of sixes. Six, 12. 18, 23. Yahtzee! <laughs> <laughs> I can't have rolled that for my stats. Oh, we didn't roll. <laughs> didn't we? Nope. No, we didn't point we by. Did point by. Oh, it's part of the reason my stats are so crappy. What was your total there? 23, you said? Yes. What was it? Um, second edition was like that. There were some things we were rolling high, which was really good. And other things you wanted to roll really low. <laughs> like saving throws. You always want to roll low. Eight days into the journey, Kritka says over the comms, Captain, can I talk to you for a minute? Of course. I'll, I'll be right there. God, is she pregnant? <laughs> Why is that what you thought? I don't know. John's tone was just not like there was a problem. <laughs> and a pregnant spider is terrifying. Pregnant well, now spider. she's going to be pregnant. <laughs> she gave him ideas. You're welcome, and I'm sorry. <laughs> Captain, Lycos 9 is constantly making jokes about my pregnancy, and it's creating a hostile work environment. 
is HR? What does this take? No, that's real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not real, right? <laughs> we have an impromptu in the void baby shower. <laughs> she says, Captain, wherever we go or whatever we're doing this time, whenever, whatever the situation is for Gianna, remember, she's my friend as much as she's your sister. And I'm here to kick some ass. Like, put me in, coach. I'm ready to fight. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's... I can tell you're all keyed up and you're ready to go. But okay, because I've been like sidelined for the last two things, and I'm not, I'm not having it anymore. I'm in. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, obviously, in the beginning, I just wanted to make sure you were safe. I wasn't sure, you know, your level of resolve, but I can see that you are very much into this. I'm glad we're on the same page. All right. That's all I want to talk about. But, okay. Okay, good. Good. Just don't listen to Lycos 9 as his rumors. Lycos 9 is starting rumors about me? Why? <laughs> I love Lycos 9. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> you started it. I made an out-of-character joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been nothing but nice to him. Oh, no. What's he saying? No. Cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're going to edit this. <laughs> oh, he's leaving that in. I was going to leave that in. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, if you'd like me to cut, I can. No, but. it's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. But the medical bay does have pregnancy tests if you need. Why do you eggs? They do. <laughs> we have many different species. I don't know. There's <laughs> like... An entire drawer labeled pregnancy <laughs> test, one for each species. <laughs> so we're just really weird looking. You're like, I don't even know how this is supposed You're to like, work. You're like, I don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> There's a drill. I mean, what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had to be prepared. All right. Did say we stocked the ship. <laughs> Three days later. So you've been on the drift for eleven days now. Now, do we have any concept of how long this is going to take? Or are we just sort of like, we're just kind of... We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Yes. You you know it's going to take... I mean... We I'm, know it's going to be between, between 5 and 30 days, essentially. You have an approximate estimate on the time of arrival. And as you get closer, it's going to narrow down. So okay. you know you're working with probably about 18 to 28 days and sort of narrowing as you get closer. So you're about halfway through. You know it's probably going to be about... 20 to 25 right now. Are we starting to get on each other's nerves? That's what I was going to ask you all about. Like, <laughs> what are you guys doing to cope? Uh, specifically, Lycos 9, how are you holding up on this long haul journey? Like I said, you don't have to always be piloting, but like, what are you doing in your downtime? Playing video games with Renault. That was part of why I was loading up with video games. Okay, what are, what'd you get? Um, so definitely some competitive games. So, uh, like, Racers, probably in our case, like starship racers. Uh, some violent beat 'em up games. Um, I got a couple, probably like more RPG style, just to play on by myself. I'm sure he doesn't always want to play video games. Um, probably some of those uh, soothing rhythm games that you mentioned. Okay, roll me a dexterity check, please. I'm not terrible at this anymore. Twenty. All right. After. Five days of beating the snot out of Renault in every game you've taken to play with him. He is 
put a memorandum on gameplay with you for the foreseeable future. Uh, you brought it up a few times, and he's very politely declined. But you can, <laughs> with your newfound oh wait, your wisdom's still shit. Never mind. I was gonna say with your newfound charisma, you realize that he's kind of quitting in a huff. But uh, <laughs> no, I totally did not pick up on the fact that he's like irritated at me. I'm just like, oh, because he's busy. So I bug sparks to go a couple rounds. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Let's go ahead and have you guys make a opposed dex check then, please. Round one, fight. That is a 19. Yeah, I rolled six. <laughs> so Sparks is the reigning tournament champion on board the, the GEP. Dumpster <laughs> you. He did. I was overconfident. That was the problem. Mm. Overconfidence was your weakness. It was one of those I was playing against an amateur, so I thought I was really good. And I played against something I knew what they were doing, and I realized I wasn't. <laughs> All right, two days later, mm -hmm. uh, Renault comes up and says, uh, uh, Mr. Lucas 9, uh, I found up there's a proximity warning on, a, on the ship. Appears to be another ship drifting through the void, or a part of one anyway. All right, uh, thank you. And I run to the, the bridge and kind of jump into the pilot seat. Okay. Uh, I assume you were in the pilot seat and for this oh. interaction, but that's fine, too. That would, that, that, that would have been clear. Oh, so okay, in that case, <laughs> who do you kick out of the pilot seat as you're made aware of this proximity warning? Kritka. Aww. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not shoving a giant spider. It's a, I need to check something out. Can you please move? <laughs> Friendly. For me. Yeah. She's like, that's fine. This is an uncomfortable seat anyway. And extricates herself from it. All right. So I checked the sensors. What is it? Uh, it appears to be a shattered piece of a much larger ship, possibly a carrier or dreadnought. Like, is it just look like a giant hunk of debris, like the side of the ship, or does it look like eh, maybe something in it? You'll need someone to make a sensors check. Uh, I kind of hail Sparks. Uh, we got some debris. Would you mind running the ship sensors on it to see what's inside? Uh, sure. Give me a sec. Thanks. Um, what do I roll for that? Computers. I don't remember. Computers. Whoa, it's under the paper. Uh, on an 8 is still a... <laughs> 103. <laughs> 1,000. No, it's uh, 24. 24. Okay, that's going to be good enough to get some information from it. <laughs> good enough. Good enough. <laughs> Fortunately for you, the countermeasures of this ship are no longer operational. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't have any life signs, but you do detect some hints of power still within uh, also, on your scan, it appears that one of the weapons on the... This is like a chunk of the aft side of the ship. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a... Excuse me. There's a capital weapon that's still intact. While it's Ooh. too large to fit on your ship, it might be able to be sold for amount of money upon your return to Absalom. Too large to fit on our ship now. Correct. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, the weapon in question... <laughs> awesome. The weapon in question is a vortex cannon. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds awesome. Uh, you can make an engineering check to get some details about it. That's an at 20. All right. 37. <laughs> he knows that Kanan's mother's maiden name. <laughs> so the preschool vortex cannons fired a shell that create a miniature black hole when they hit, uh, creating a gravity distortion that will slow sh uh, the target ships in the area. If the ship... It's not great against shields. Well, sorry. Any shields will prevent all damage from a vortex cannon, but it will automatically drain any shield in the area. Hmm. Okay. So it's kind of, it'll one-shot shields, but they can still mm -hmm. 
any amount of shield would protect the hole. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so on learning all of that information, I'll turn to my friends and giddily announce scavenger mission. Yeah, I'm not sure who's overheard was, so at the very least, I make sure to loop the captain in at this point on what we found. Um, are, is there any identifying mark on the ship, like that, so that we would know, like the name of the ship it came from, or anything like that? Ooh. Uh, go ahead and make another check with the scanners. Is this engineering? Yes. Twenty-six. Oh, sorry, computer use actually. Computers. All right, twenty-seven. I'll raise you. <laughs> <laughs> Because I assume by the size of the chunk of metal, it seems that perhaps the ship that this came uh, from has met an untimely demise. Mm. So perhaps this information might be useful later. Okay. You're able to get a partial ID. It seems the name of the ship is the Karathi Vectus, but the name doesn't mean anything to you. All right. I'll keep that information in my back pocket. The segment of ship is about, about a quarter mile long, about 200 feet tall, and about 100 feet deep, and is ragged on all sides. How would you like to proceed, Captain? Who do you want to go aboard? Any volunteers? Sparks raises his hand. Alright. I'm willing to go. Someone else has to sit in the pilot seat while I'm gone. I'll take care of that. if you, Because obviously you're safe in the void of space. Yes. So, off you are. Alright. Kerr, any interest? Anybody gonna read me in at any point? <laughs> Yeah, you've all this all the information. Has, oh, all yeah, this yeah. I think by the time I was notifying the captain, I was probably over the all comms. Got thing. it. Okay, I should probably go with you in case you need muscle. Muscle. Although I don't know how much things will be assisted by strength in the void of space, but if I can be useful, I'll go with you. Okay. Sparks is like slapping battery packs into his laser rifle and like mounting, you know, sliding the missiles into place and stuff, just in case. <laughs> Off we go. Be safe. Um, we have tethers, right? Yes. Right. Making nah. sure before we just sit and leap yeah, into no. the void. And void. losers! <laughs> <laughs> My ship not wait. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, as you get to the docking bay, you see Kreetka fitting a helmet over her head, checking the seals on it. She gives you a couple of thumbs up, and you notice across on her back are a pair of shotguns. She has thumbs? She has like three digits yeah. on her hand. Okay. You can use two of them kind of interchangeably as thumbs. Sparks returns the thumbs up. I'll make sure she's yeah. tethered and then we'll go. <laughs> yeah, I give her a thumbs up. I, I also kind of try to make sure her suit is sealed before we jump into the void. I kind of double check her. I'm assuming we're, all, we're probably the only person that doesn't need to be double checked, but you know. No, I mean, make a piloting check to find the spot where you can dock on the ragged edge of this ship. Oh yeah, and remember you can use the computer node things too. Oh, okay. So I'll use the computer node. That's plus two, right? Mm-hmm. So, doo -doo -doo, 15. I'm a little rusty in the seat. All right. So the get kind of bounces off one of the, the ragged spars of metal, dealing one point of hull damage to the port side. Hey. Sorry. I haven't got as much practice since you've been on the ship. But you're able to fire a couple of docking tethers and stabilize from there. So as you all leave the gap, the edges of the ragged hunk of ship are visible thanks to kind of the ambient light floating around in the drift. Uh, however, the depths of it are clouded in shadow beyond the limits of your dark vision. You can see multiple tiers accessible, and there's no gravity beyond the limits of your docking bay. So you'll be moving essentially free-floating as you uh, traverse. Do we want to split up or stay together? 
There's um, four of us, so we could even do two teams of two. But we know where we're going, right? We're just going after the cannon. Well, we also we don't know what else there is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of space. We, the cannon we saw, but we also saw signs of other power. And we don't know if there's other supplies, ammunition, loot. Mostly the last bit. I say we get the cannon first. Okay. Smart move. I'm okay with that. Smart. Uh, how do we get over there? Do we have to just jump or? Yeah, yeah you can jump. You can maneuver best of all because you have the jet boots. But... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just keeping those in reserve just in case. <laughs> yeah, it'll be an acrobatics check to navigate in zero gravity. Oh boy, guess what I'm terrible at. Um, 18. 23. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just use the jet boots. <laughs> I have a plus one in acrobatics. Just flat decks would actually be better. Well, you have a penalty? In your, in I do, yeah. Decks? I'm in heavy armor, technically. So. Oh, okay. So then the jet boots are going to go ahead and give you plus 10, I'm going to say, in this oh. scenario. Sweet. All right. Well, in that so case. Plus nine. Huh. Uh, ah. Yeah, 25 if it's plus 10. All right. Krika seems to have something in her the pads of her hands and feet that allowed her to move adhesively to the surface. Oh, sweet. But you all managed to navigate your way in. Go ahead and make... Engineering would be the most appropriate check here for figuring out the layout of this ship. Go ahead and choose one of you to make that. Ooh, I'm going to use that memory module and re-roll that. Much better. Uh, that's going to be a 31 total. Alright, you've mapped out a potentially optimal route going to the weapon. It takes you about 30 minutes to get there. You have to move around a few decks, double back a few places. There are tight spaces. You kind of have to squeeze your way through. Mm-hmm. There is a small amount of power still residual on this ship, so the few places you have to like, hotwire into and reopen bulkheads. Nothing beyond your skill that's going to require a check, but it's mm-hmm. just a, a fairly time-consuming process at some points. Okay. Eventually, you make it to an intact section of the gunnery deck, uh, where you know the gun to be close. What's everyone's passive perception for no particular reason? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just for future reference. Yeah, you know. 14. How do you determine passive perception? 10 plus your perception. Oh, okay. Oh, 20 then. 15. Uh, like is it 18? 14. 14. I wish it was 18. Hmm? And Noemi, would you say? Oh, I thought I was still on the ship. You are. I'm just writing it down. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's 13. Just so it doesn't look suspicious that he's only asking the people on the ship in the room. <laughs> yeah, for no I, particular Yeah, room. I need to review the characters in my game's uh, passive perceptions. Like, not for anything that's coming up, but just to have them, because sometimes it's... Then when you kind of ominously ask, it tends to set people off. Mm-hmm. No offense. Yeah, no worries. Alright, Sparks, you notice the gunnery console mm-hmm. about 60 feet into the room. This whole room is shrouded in darkness. I think not that it matters to any of you three. Or four with crit guest. Mm. Um, based on the size of the operation, it would probably take you about an hour to decouple it from the housing mm-hmm. uh, and remove it from its power source. Moving it would be actually not that diff- not terribly difficult at all. You would just have to find some means to shove it into the void from here and then pick it up on the other side. Okay, a, you're on the exterior bulkhead here where this gunnery deck is. Okay, uh, so I'll relay that information to everybody else. So, what do you guys think? How do you want to? Oh, I mean, if weight means nothing in the void, which is where we are, once it's decoupled, just someone needs to be on the other side to kind of, mm-hmm. and then if we tie it to something that should help us, you know, keep it at least from drifting too far away and pulling it back towards the ship. I can go and be on the other side of it to help with that. Okay, okay so at least once we get close enough to the point where we know we're about to decouple. Mm-hmm. In that case, 
Do we want to make a check to make sure that that's not an unreasonable suggestion? Just so we don't get blindsided and John's like, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, what would that be? Another engineering, maybe? No check required to okay. take okay. the thing apart. Yeah, I'll no put check myself in position to, to help. All right. Kerr. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're hit. Uh, from the darkness Excuse you? in the corner of the room, a beam of energy rakes into you, punching you from your feet uh, to the tune of 11 points of damage. Mm -hmm. uh, your armor holds, uh, but you are shocked by the strike. Uh, as you all turn for the, essentially the point of origin, you see a large pile of debris begin to shift amongst the darkness, uh, illuminated by a still glowing laser cannon. Uh, let's mm -hmm. get some initiative going. 21. 23. 17. 22. I hate all of <laughs> She's on the ship going, how can I help yeah, guys? Right. <laughs> What's going on down there? She's like doing I her nails blasting. She's the console. <laughs> all right, Sparks, would you, or, you had 23. Yeah. Like, would you have? Yeah, 18. You said I was eating soup? 17. Yeah, like the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> In the soup? cockpit. Soup? 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 James Gunn's brother. Oh, was it really? Mm -hmm. Also the onset rocket. Oh no shit! Yeah, Craglin is onset rocket. You, if you look up pictures, there's pictures of him like a mo like a green mocap suit. Oh, yeah, filled with useless trivia. Yay! <laughs> I think there's at least two actors in the MCU that had earlier in their career movies from trauma. Interesting. <laughs> I think like Marissa Tomei is in Toxic Avenger as like an extra. Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. I remember liking <clears throat> to Toxic Avenger. Mm -hmm. Oh, that movie's awesome. The rest of them are a little, they <laughs> kind of fly off the rails. I mean, not that the first one is on the rails, but. Yeah. What rails? <laughs> I know Lloyd, Lloyd Coffin promised my dad to kill him in one of the next ones. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and then uh, Sean Gunn was in Tromeo and Juliet. Amazing. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. <laughs> you haven't seen it, you should. I haven't. I can loan it to you on Blu-ray. Don't watch it with Henry around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would. Mm -hmm. Don't watch any trauma movie with Henry around. Yeah. He's not ready. <laughs> I already told you about the time that Chris was playing Fallout, and Henry's like, what's wrong with that doggy? Oh, no. <laughs> I was oh, like, uh. No. he had just, like, shot him. It's yeah. <laughs> like, um, uh, he spilled a jar of red strawberry jam, yeah. you know? <laughs> and he decided to fall asleep in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was when he realized, yeah, kids pay attention to everything. Yeah, we we just went to jazz, my niece's, she just turned four, we went to her birthday party on Sunday, yesterday, and, uh, it was after all the presents had been open and everything, and we were just sort of watching her play, and she's, like, not sharing with anyone. She wants to play it. She wants to do it her way. And then one of my aunts is like, yeah, you don't mess with the four-year-old stuff, that kind of thing. And the conversation just kind of casually continues. And then later, Jasmine goes, you don't mess with the four-year-old stuff. She's, like, hoarding her toys. Oh, I'm like, no. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, she learns that you just created. <laughs> I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I remember the exact thing. This guy's like, you can try to get your kid to say mom or dad all you want, but you say sh** once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing, and, then, and they don't understand sarcasm. Nope. So, no, so it's they kind don't. of entertaining, yeah. but at the same time, like you're like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sparks, you're first to act as you see this large thing ooze towards you. It's kind of uh, shifting around. Oh, and uh, you can make life sciences if you'd like to figure out what this thing is. I would like to give that a go. Uh, what is my life sciences bonus? Uh, not great, but not terrible. Uh, total of thirteen. Okay, you're not sure. It seems to be a slime of some kind. Okay. That's clad in rubbish, effectively. If okay. they tell me over the comms what they see, can I do a life sciences check? Yeah, With, I'll like, allow it. disadvantage or something? Okay. Um, there's an oozy thing covered in rubbish. 16. <laughs> Not good enough. Okay. No. okay. <laughs> Not with almost no detail there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, when in doubt, 
Is it still standing next to Kerr? Or? It didn't stand next to Kerr. It oh, shot it from across oh, the room. Oh, it shot. Okay, got it. Uh, well, I guess I'll line up a shot and see what happens. Also, would you call an ooze standing? Fair question, I guess. Oh, um, how close is it to us? It is about 50 feet. And it is positioned. Squelching towards you. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to take a move action then to uh, activate my combat tracking on it, which gives me plus two at this level, actually, which is nice. All right. So total of 10 and fire my laser cannon at it for a 28. Uh, that will hit. Sweet. Roll my 2d6 plus 6. 6 and a 5. Holy shit. All right. Solid hit. Nice. That's uh, 11 plus 6. So 17 to fire damage. Nice. nice. Dang. Oh, yeah. You show that ooze who's boss. Now who's rolling ones? <laughs> you know, I was going to say something about that, but I don't want to jinx it. Oh, yeah. It's gonna Thank be, you for doing it for me. It's going to be me. Do yourself. Kerr, you're up. Ooh, I stand back up. Okay. You're not, like, functionally on your feet. But... Oh. Okay. I am going to move towards it. Okay. I need an acrobatics check. Nice. Yeah, not bad. 22. That's good enough. And I'm going to attack with my dashko. Okay. 28. That'll hit. Nice. If it didn't, we should run. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 13 damage. All right. It's the, the junky armor that makes up seems to turn away the, the brunt of your blade, but you cut into its gooey mass nonetheless. Gross. It's going to be tough, I think. Like this nine. I attuned Graviton. How close is it? It is about uh, 40 feet to you. I don't think I can actually move and attack in the same round because of that. I just closed the distance then. I mean, I guess I stay about 10 feet away from it. You can charge. You'd get minus 2 AC, minus 2 to hit, but that'll get you in range. F it. All right, I will need an acrobatics check, though. 23. That's good enough. Does your... Kurt, does your... Um, what was it? Coordinated fire or coordinated shot or something like that? Does that is that only ranged attacks, or is that melee, too? AC 22. Um, coordinated shot. Allies gain plus one bonus to ranged attacks against foes you threaten. Oh, okay. So it's just ranged attacks. 22, you said? AC yes. 22. All right, that's not going to be good enough. Your but I am threatening balls. it. Your laser spear rakes against its armored hide. Kritka scuttles around the side and draws both of her shotguns. Uh, the first one flashes in the darkness. You can see it spark around the bulkhead. The slime oozes out a gooey pseudopod at Euchre. KAC 20. Misses. Ooh, nice. Uh, I just upped my deck, so my armor went up a little bit. Just enough. Do you want to describe how that how you get out of the way? I'm going to block it with my dashko, so I'm I'm slamming the dashko down in a position that will block the what was it? It's like a, a thick ropey arm of slime that kind of extends out and splats at you. Think like venom. Mm. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll turn it aside with the handle of my dashko. Okay, cool. Sparks, back to you. All right. Now that it's in battle with my friends, I'm going to line up another shot. And you do get that plus one? I do get that plus one. From coordinated shot. Uh, so that's going to be a 23. That will hit. All right. Roll that again. Nine plus six. So 15. Fire right. damage. Good shot. Thank you. Kerr, back to you. I will attack with my dashko. All right. Remember, because you're up to it, you can do a full attack if you want to and make two attacks at each minus four. Oh, I forgot about full attacks. I will, I will do that. Okay. I've never done that, so walk I think through. I've done it like once. I, I always forget about So yeah. normally your type of dashko can't, but because you have the upgrade from your aunt, you can? 
basically you make two attack rolls. Each one has minus four from what it would be otherwise. And they can both hit or not. If one hits, they both hit? No, they can hit, hit or miss independently. Okay. 26 and 14. All right, the 14 is going to miss, but the 26 will hit. 14 damage. The kinetic buoys help your swipes go furiously. One is turned aside by the, the thick armor, but the other one strikes deep. Uh, do you have any movement you want to do, or you want to stay up in the mix? I want to make sure that I'm not blocking any shots from either Kritka or Sparks, um, so that I'm not in the line of fire. All right, sounds good. Like us nine. All right, I'm going to try a full attack. So natural 20. Nice. Yes. And then AC 23. Uh, is that KAC or EAC? Actually, it doesn't matter. They both hit. <laughs> okay. I guess we found the mark for KAC, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you don't critically hit. Uh, it doesn't have specific anatomy, but... I still hit it. Two hits, yeah. All right, so on the first one, it's going to be 11 physical and two fire. And on the second one, it's going to be nine physical and one fire. All right, the armor seems to turn aside some of your physical blade, but the fire burns just fine. Oh, and I attuned graviton again. Okay, that's two for your Graviton. It smashes sideways as one of Kritka's shotguns smashes into it. And out of the peripheral vision, you can see her pumping one of her fists. Uh, it's actually a bit of a sight to behold. She's holding herself up on her four rearmost legs, and each pair of forearms has a shotgun in it. It's <laughs> pretty rad, actually. <laughs> Lycos, a pseudopod, flies at you. Uh, it's going to be KAC 18. Yes. All right, it's going to be 19 points of damage. Oh, wow. You barely dodge out of the way, sending yourself sprawling on the deck and scrambling back to your feet. And with a little bit of room gained, a blast from his laser cannon fires at you, Sparks. Uh-oh. That's going to be EAC 19. That's going to hit. All right. Doggy. Uh, that's going to be 22 points of damage. Oh, okay. Everything okay out there, guys? <laughs> a little busy. There's a, a little bit of molten material on the corner of your suit where you just managed to barely dodge out of the, the brunt of it. What a jerk. Sparks, back to you. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to spend a move action to activate my energy shield now that I've gotten tacked with something. Uh, i got to have to look up what that gives me. Um, but I'm going to try a full attack. Wait, can I do that because I use the move action for that? Yes. Okay. No, no, actually, no, you can't. Okay. Uh, just a regular attack, then. I forget, is it still next to Kerr? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, in that case, it's a 25. Hit. Sweet. Oh, now I got a 1 on that one. Uh, but it's still a 10 total fire damage. The laser appears very effective against the creature. Excellent. Kerr, back to you. Attacking with Dashko, I'm going to do a full attack again. All right. Ugh, that one missed. <laughs> 10. 24. 24 will hit. 11. All right, it seems to be losing a bit of its consistency. So if you can imagine like a, a loaf of bread, like a of bread dough, in sort of the look of it, except it's like beet red, there are like rents coming in the side of it and little like globules of viscous fluid are kind of leaking into the, the void. Like this nine. Full attack again. All right. Oh, I definitely did. The second one didn't hit. The first one is 20. It's going to miss. 20 will miss as well. And Kritka, 
fires another blast out of her shotgun. Ooh, and that strikes true. She gets a plus one because I'm threatening. All right. Kerr, the scavenger slime lashes back out at you with the pseudopod. KAC 24. That hits. That'll be 19 points of damage. <laughs> Ooh. Are you still in stamina? Yep. All right. What does that look like as you're not wounded by the creature, but gassed by it somehow? It's, it's sort of whipping out a little tentacle, for lack of a better word. Yeah, it's like right? a slimy whipper tentacle. It hits me across the, across the stomach and sort of, I lose my breath, but I'm still standing. Perfect. And then, with you a little bit out of the way, even momentarily, it fires another blast from its laser cannon that sparks. Oh. Uh, that's going to be AC 30, so I think that gets you. Yeah. yeah. Surprise, no. <laughs> Wait, is he adjacent to me? Sparks? No. Sparks is not. Who is? Lycos 9. Ah. How bad is it? 19 points of damage. Ooh. Okay. Still just barely in stamina. All right, Sparks, back to you. Now I'm going to try a full attack. So that's going to be a ooh, 17 and 18. Miss and miss. Oh, crap. All right. Yeah, both both blasts glance off of its cobbled together armor. Kerr. Attacking again. Uh, double, because why not? Yeah, might as well. I miss both times. <laughs> All right. The charge on your kinetic enhancers are halfway down. You already get five of those per day or per charge of it. You got to like recharge them. Okay. So I can only do double attacks five times a day. Mm. Right. Basically. Okay. Like this nine. How's it holding together? Uh, it looks almost dead. I'm going to make another attempt at the full attack. Just if this doesn't work, I'm going to focus on single attacks just to not lose the hits. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. All right. Kritka racks both of her shotguns and lets them both fire. Uh, only one strikes true, though. Oh, but that's a heck of a hit. A big blast of slimy goop and metal shards goes spinning into the void as Kritka is rocked back by the double blast of her shotguns. Over the comms you hear, woohoo! <laughs> the slime does not seem to be amused by it and lays a blast from its laser cannon at her, uh, striking true ooh, and sending her reeling a bit. Uh-oh. This is what she wanted. Its pseudopod then splashes out at Kerr. Oh, I gotta roll the hit first. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> going to be AC 24. Hit. 17 points of damage. Are you still in stamina? Barely. Over your comms, you can hear Kerr gasping for breath mm. from that last hit. Sparks, back to you. Uh, Alright, Sparks is going to try the full attack again. Here's hoping. One's probably going to miss, but the other one is going to be EAC 22. That'll hit. Excellent. Plus one for me. Ooh, and that's going to be another 17 fire damage. Ooh, wow, it's barely holding together. Oh my god, I'm surprised it's holding together at all. We've been wailing on it. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are pretty beefy boy. Apparently. Kerr. All right, single attack this time, because I'm running out of my yeah. other ones. So just single attack with my Doshko. 25. Hit. Yeah, 11 damage. All right, still pretty decent. Like us nine. All right, I'm just going to make a singular attack. Do you want to attune, or no, you can't do your, your fire blade when you're attuning gravity, right? Got it. I was already too committed by the time I, I saw that. I was like, shit. <laughs> Actually, um, instead, I will just attune. Actually, I'm going to drop the graviton attunement and tune one into solar, which will give me the one thing I need, and I can use as a move action 
sheath it in flames. Okay, cool. So then I will just make the one attack, which was AC 27. That'll hit. Which converts all my damage into fire. And I will crap. Minimum of it. Uh, so it's going to be six of, from the, the so six, seven fire damage total. Okay. I rolled really badly. <laughs> it's good enough, though. That'll slay it. Uh, do you want to throw some flavor on there? Yeah, so as Lycos's round starts, he's basically fully attuned to Graviton. So he's his wires are like pulling in light. His eyes are kind of black pits. And then within like a, an instant, they switch and start to brighten. Not the same kind of brightness as his fully attuned uh, solar. And his spear just kind of suddenly starts getting wreathed in blue flames as he kind of uh, brings the spear up in a twisting motion and slams it into the creature, uh, rhyming it with fire as it kind of shudders and finally collapses the metal part kind of clinking down off of it as its form starts to dissolve or whatever oozes do when they die. It's basically lost all its cohesion, so now it's Mm -hmm. just sort of splurting into the gravityless void here. The the chamber is filling up with ooze goop. Gross. Um, but amongst it, the detritus that's still sort of sticking to its slowly deflating form, you do see the thing that was firing at you, which is a Corona artillery laser. Oh, really? Sparks got a little too excited by that. Sparks goes and scoops it up. <laughs> which is actually, upon inspecting, like, fully intact. Hey, all right. Uh, a little a little sticky, but... Gross. <laughs> uh, it's also about as big as you are. This is a heavy weapon. <laughs> can you wield heavy weapons? Uh, not yet, okay. but soon. <laughs> you know who can wield heavy weapons? Is good, yes? Yes, it's very. It's a very powerful laser cannon. It packs a little more punch than your reaction cannon, uh, although it uses a battery pack as opposed to hard ammo. So uh, we're definitely taking it back to the ship. Yeah, the battery pack seems to have about a half charge remaining on it. Can you Still- carry it, or do you want me to? No, I, I cannot carry it. Well, yes, you I, should carry it. I think in general there's no problem with any of us carrying it right now. We're in the void. Oh, I guess that's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, But yeah. You're, you're more suited to it. So, I can strap it on and then we can continue with the plan of I was going to go outside to help with the removal of the big well, ship gun. Now that we've been attacked once, let's sweep it and make sure there's nothing else like this to surprise us. Good plan. So we'll sweep the debris before we return resume our excavation. Okay. Anything else useful in the scrap pile? No, the rest is just bits of damaged bulkhead or chunks of like grating and things that seem to have been cobbled together into a makeshift armor by the, the strange slime. Okay. Based on what we know of the universe and on what we've seen of the ship, was the slime like a crew member that got left behind or an attacking entity? Or what would we know about this kind of creature? Life sciences would be appropriate here. I don't have it trained. Uh, then you can't check it. Oh. Um, we can relay a more like detailed description, maybe, and see if uh, Captain knows anything. She'll have to investigate the creature oh, okay. on her own to. How long would it take point. me to get there? About a half an hour. Oh, okay. Hmm. And would it be worth it? Do you think? Uh, I have no idea. Can, do we have like cameras or anything like that on our on our suits that we could just relay the information to her via vid screen? Yeah, I'll uh, allow that. Cool. You can get minus four on your check, though. Okay. Here you go, Captain. Is it a rare creature? Yeah, I'd say so. So I get a plus one. A net plus one, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and I get and a there's the one. natural one. Thirteen. You're the, very distracted. <laughs> the biological variety of slimes throughout the universe is massive, so you're not exactly sure of the details on this one. So I'll just... It's some sort of biological slime. Maybe bring me a sample? I will dutifully collect a sample for the captain. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, I need you to make then. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm laughing. We're in a separate I was going to say. An engineering or... I need you to make an engineering or a life sciences check to try to safely take a sample. Engineering, because I don't have life sciences trained. 19. All right. As you take a sample, a bit of the ooze springs back to life and smashes out at you. Can I smack it? No, it catches you unsuspecting, and you're hit for 18 points of damage. What? Whoa. Sprightly little bugger. And now it seems to be fully inert, and you're able to get a sample from the corpse. That sucks. <laughs> All right, you don't find any other assailants, uh, nor any signs of the original occupants of this vessel. The construction is a little uncommon. You can make an engineering check to try to figure out the, the source of its manufacture. Mm, that's going to be a 23. Unfortunately, that's not good enough. Okay. But not knowing this place of origin does not preclude you from removing the capital weapon. And okay. after about an hour of work, you manage to detach it and ship it into the void. Basically, the, a lot of you combine your strength, and even though it's massive, you're able to just kind of sh give a little shove outside the ship, and it floats in space. Cool. Yay, physics. Uh, Noemi, one more piloting check for me to right. grab it. When we were kind of doing our sweep, did we see anything else that may be of value? Yeah. Computer bonus? No, nothing really valuable Let's or intact. Do... Okay. 14. 14? All right. It clangs off the aft hull for one point of damage uh, before you're able to wrangle it into the docking bay. <laughs> I'm real effective on this mission. Clang. <laughs> the weapon takes up basically the entirety of the remaining docking area, or like hold, mm -hmm. but you've managed to secure it. Sweet. So what do we have in our hold right now? A vortex cannon or something like so that. So that's a car piece of cargo there. Vortex cannon. Does it have any kind of identifying marks on it, like manufacturer or serial number, so we can look up what the ship was that it was assigned to? We know it was on the Karathi Vectus. You already did this, didn't you? But we don't know, like, we don't know anything about this. Like, by its name, this doesn't mean anything to us, um. but we can probably check when we get back to Absalom. Okay. Mm -hmm. There may be a database that you can check its serial number against and see its place of manufacture. Before we try to sell it, we should probably know more about it. <laughs> Eh. Just saying. Actually, make a make a life sciences check, Noemi. Or no, cultures would be more appropriate. Excuse me. Twenty-two. You recognize the some of the writing on it as Kenku. It's the Raven people, right? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. With your newfound cargo in tow, you've secured it down in the the hold. You don't have to really worry about it bouncing around anything like that. You continue on your journey uneventfully for the remaining days. On day twenty-three, it turns out. You are as close to the drift coordinates as you're able to get and are prepared to make real space translation. Uh, no check required. It's a pretty routine thing. You find yourself in a stellar system with a large pale violet star at its center. Scanners show six planets total in the system with a like asteroid belt towards the outer ring. Do we detect any nearby ships? You don't detect in nearby ships, although your scanners won't really be able to scan the entire system for ships. Uh, however, you do pick up two things. There's a faint drift beacon coming from the fourth planet, which you are assuming based on that is the planet designated Risk, R-Y-S-K, because we're in space here and you got to throw some Y's and X's in there. Mm -hmm. And you also sense a faint distress signal coming from that planet as well. I think this means we should head to the fourth planet. I think that sounds like a plan. 
All right, you set a course for there. It's going to be 23 days. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Now, do we know if there's like any risks? Like, should we approach the planet carefully? <laughs> nah. I mean, I'm being careful just for the fact that we don't know what's here. I was gonna right. Say, like, I don't want to get shot out of the sky. So. Yeah. It's sort of uncharted space, too, at this point, so constant mm. scanning would probably be appropriate. Yeah. Your sister was with a group that disappeared, right? It wasn't just her. She was on the Black Star, which and that is. disappeared. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a big ship. And they were looking for the. Um, Every time I hear Black Boundless Star. Horizons. All right. Um, like this, please roll a d6 for me for in system travel time. Four. All right. It's going to take six days to make it to the planet. Big system. So, what do, do you want to like play charades or? <laughs> Pictionary. <laughs> We're going to be scanning pretty Space much Pictionary. constantly and uh, maybe analyzing data and mm. getting as much information as we can as we go. All right, Sparks. I need you to make one computer use check per day. Uh, okay. Renault will help you and give you additional plus two. Okay. As he basically double checks your math. What's that? So twenty-five and a thirty-two. That's a twenty. No, sorry, thirty-six. No, thirty. Sorry, <laughs> thirty-one and twenty-two, and another twenty-two and another thirty-six. Thirty-one. Sorry, not thirty-six. All right. On the third day, you catch a faint ping coming from the asteroid belt. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems that your basically your scanners picked up a scanning coming from that area. You're not able to pinpoint the source, but you can kind of ballpark it to an area of about like a thousand miles, which is in stellar distance. Is yeah, pretty very, very narrow. Right. Uh, okay, so I'll let everybody know about that. What kind of... You said it was just like another scanner basically was coming our direction? Yes, you picked up another scanning signal that pinged off your ship. So okay. you've at least been noticed by something in the asteroid belt. Okay. So we should just be on our guard. I don't think we should necessarily approach whatever is scanning us. Probably not, but we should definitely keep more scanners, like, focus that direction. Yeah, should we get close enough to maybe ping whatever scanned us? Okay. Uh, doing so is going to be a detour of uh, about two and a half days. Is it worth it? This is your mission. I mean, mm -hmm. we don't know what's here. We have, we're heading to an obvious point, but we also just finally detected signs of life. Mm -hmm. Fair. Yeah. It'll so round trip. It'll take an extra two and a half days, or we'll two kind of go two and a half days out of our way. So we'll add onto our travel. Plan. Okay, it'll add total two and a half days okay. to your travel to the fourth planet. Okay, well, space. Nothing apparently happens quickly, so let's just take that detour. Okay, go ahead and make another computers check. I guess yeah, because we keep those for the. We get two more days, so go ahead and make some more computers checks there. Ooh, that's an eighteen. Another Oof. eighteen. Uh, I might use a memory module. You get plus two from Renault each day. Oh, that's right. So 20 and 20, but... And you can get plus two from the, com the ship's computer as well. Okay. So I'm going to use memory module to reroll one of those. An additional plus four. Holy shit, that's the third two in a row. <laughs> wow. All right. So, yeah, but with the additional stuff, that should have actually been uh, 22 and 22. Okay. Not bad on a two, I yeah. guess. <laughs> At least it wasn't a one. That's true. Three twos in a row. All right. You're able to narrow down the search a little bit to about five, a 500 mile radius, mm -hmm. but you're basically stuck 
for today. Mm-hmm. You can stay in the area for another day and see if you can narrow it down and locate the source tomorrow. Okay. Just be what do you think? Well, it's, what do you think your chances are of finding it tomorrow? Uh, I mean, we got this close on almost nothing, so pretty good, I think. Okay, we'll give it one more day. If you don't get it, then I think we should head to the planet. Okay. Um, so I guess we're giving it one more day. Okay, sounds good. You're there. So does my I guess that resets daily, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna roll another one just in case. That's a nat twenty. <laughs> Stop rolling it into things. Yeah, right. Too. So with the bonuses plus, uh, it's a total of forty. <laughs> very, very good. All right. If he doesn't find it, John, <laughs> you are able to pinpoint the source of the signal. Mm-hmm. Um, as you approach, it appears one of the asteroids has been heavily modified into a satellite, effectively. Hmm. There's a number of detection systems and sensors and a moderately robust suite of electronic countermeasures that nonetheless were not able to resist your skills. Hmm. Uh, any indication of whether it looks like military or civilian or anything like that? Ooh, um. Yeah, you already killed the checks. Don't even worry about it. It's a bit of a hodgepodge. You can see some clearly military tech, uh, some that's very old or low grade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all sort of cobbled together into this uh, array. Yeah, I'm still going to say no check required. The hodgepodge makes it look piratical. I had a sense of maybe that being the case. Okay. Is it like, is there a place for it to be manned or anything like that? Or is it just like a sensor array? It's It's large enough where you could like dock with it and try to interface with it mm. your scans find the place to probably like a maintenance access where you could attach to it if you wanted to okay um all right so i'm relaying the rest of that to the group um looks like we might have a pirate hideout uh you can there are no, currently no life signs on the asteroid but that doesn't always mean that there's not anything right and so, they know we're here so yeah that's true well it's possible that this um satellite is unmanned and that it's just automatically pinging mm-hmm so it doesn't mean that there's necessarily... I mean, anyway, it doesn't mean they're well, listening. Somebody yeah. knows we're here. They just may not be here themselves. Mm. Exactly. That signal from the planet, too, could just be a setup. Could be. Fair. Yeah, this might be the best clue as to what happened. Okay. Um, so it sounds like we're going aboard. If they have any records of any other ships that pass by, it might prove to be valuable information mm-hmm. for our mission. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we should do is try to... Get on and off as quickly as possible, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, uh, mess up their systems. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Let's also keep an eye out for any incoming. Also that. Owners, shall we? I say. think we'll have Renault constantly scanning mm-hmm. while we're on board. Which brings up the question: Do you want to stay on board to stay in the pilot seat in case we need to make a quick getaway, or do you want me to stay aboard this time? Well, Krika can also pilot the ship. She's not wanting to get her hands dirty, though. That's fair. This tech stuff's boring. I'll pass on this, thanks. <laughs> All, right. All right. So she'll pilot the ship. Okay. Oh, yeah. Everybody's, like, strain and stuff. Or not strain. Stamina rehealed, right? Yeah. So, okay. Oh, yeah. It's been six days. Also, who took damage? Like, damage damage? Damage damage. Like, needs healing damage. I think I only got hit, like, once. I don't think anybody did. Besides me? Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, messed up. Well, it's been... Six days since no, it's been like that. That happened on day eleven. Oh yeah, it's been so like a, it's, almost a month. So a month. oh, I can restore all my hit points then. Yeah, you can rest for and get two back a day. Oh. And plus my ring of healing now. Were you charging that up? Yes. Okay. I'm so freaking lootly. <laughs> I love that thing. So you can keep it. It'll stay charged until you use it. So it's not something that recharges per day. 
Okay. Remember, I'll, you have to take damage to charge it. So I took a lot of damage. But it might be better to save that for combat. That's what I'm thinking. If I'm healing per day, then I might save my ring charges. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would save your ring charges for combat. Okay. How many days has it been? Uh, it's been about two weeks, so about 14 days. All right. There's a little keypad next to the door, mm-hmm. and the door itself is ordained with the sigil of an alien skull with two crossed blades behind it and a bit of red... Like filigree beneath. You recognize it as the banner of the free captains. The free Does it have captains. a little hat too? I can. Let's see. You said there's just a uh, keypad in the front? Yes, and a sealed airlock door. Uh, che- wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm, check. I'm joking. <laughs> Checking for those traps. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. Would it be computers to see if there's any like countermeasures or traps or anything like that? Uh, Perception would be the first thing you do to investigate for traps. I'm going to look for physical traps, not Ooh, digital ones. Another nat 20 for a total of 30. On either side of the door, there's a hatch containing a concealed thing. You're guessing gun. Probably. <laughs> uh, okay, so then is that where engineering comes in to try to like defeat the countermeasure, basically? Yes. Okay. You can do engineering or computers to try... Well, no, sorry. Engineering will let you take the thing off so you can access the software ah okay can we be standing not in the line of fire when he does this yeah you guys might want to hang back a little bit i'll give you some room to work okay <laughs> okay so engineering to pop the cover off mm-hmm. is a 30 lot that's good <laughs> enough yeah uh okay and then it's computers again to try to like deactivate it correct Jeez. you have remote hacking now don't you oh i do holy shit i forgot about that thank you uh, so I am now going to get the hell out of Dodge, and I'm going to remote or hack from a safe distance, hopefully. All right. You've attached a little node so that you can interface with it remotely. Whew. All right. Wait. Do I want to roll this one or the other one? Which one's treating me better today? Choose wisely. Yeah, right. Ooh, still really good. Uh, okay. Chosen wisely. So total of 35. All right. There's a helpful little ping, <laughs> and the light turns from red to green, and the door opens up. That's right. There's a rush of air as the air from your ship and airlock fill into the, the vacuum behind. Mm-hmm. They don't really need to ventilate a space station when nobody's there. Uh, it's a small room, a little, a little larger than a closet, and inside you can see an interface terminal. Excellent. A computer used to hack the terminal. Okay. Uh, is there anything else in the room? That's it. That's it? Okay. Um... Well, there's, like, sorry, there's also maintenance hatches to get into the... The inner workings of the sensor arrays and things like that. Mm. Um, but as far as like user stuff, there's just the one terminal. Okay. Um, are we all piling into the room, or do we need to? Is it safe? I was going to say, I, I want to check the room before you yeah, touch Yeah, we want to do another perception, maybe, just in case for more traps? Yes, we do. 21 total for me. 21. All right. Both of you, it's a little bit of a squeeze as you both pile into this broom closet-sized room. But as you investigate, you can see that the entire asteroid is wired up with explosives. Um, oh, because of course it is. Um, why not? Okay. Pirates. What do you guys think? I don't think we all need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pointing that out now. As he's walking away. <laughs> Lycus is like, I no longer volunteer for this mission. Well, I... There's also some realities that we can't all fit in there. Yes. And this place is explosive, so I mean... Um, Who's less likely to explode? Probably me on the less likely side. The two people in the broom closet are probably the hardiest. 
All right. So why don't you two go back to the ship and get ready for a quick getaway in case it's necessary. Yeah. And I can give us a running start and hack from 30 feet. So. Are we so, able to put tethers on them so that we can like yank them back? <laughs> say, is there, are the tethers on winches? You right. can. And right now the ship is docked with the asteroid. Like your airlock is over this doorway that you just walk right. through. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it'd be best if we... Disconnected the airlock, yeah. pulled back, and had them on tethers that we can winch back into the ship as quickly as possible. Like okay. tracks. Okay. We'll do that. Sounds good. You're right. tethered, ship's pulled away, no checks required for any of that stuff. All right. Oh, wait. What were the rules on my little nanobot things again? Can they just, like... They can be things, but you have to, like... You have a minute to put it together, but you have to decide what it is. Yeah. They let you use your engineering skill as a replacement for a different skill. Oh, okay. Or they can also provide you assistance in an engineering or computer's check. How much assistance? Like the plus two from assistance. Oh, Okay. There's a lot potentially riding on this, so I'm kind of thinking it might not be a bad idea. Can we see, like, if he does it wrong, we're all going to blow up kind of system? Or is it just, like, remote detonation? Or what make, kind of a, an explosion setup is Make this? either an engineering check or an attack roll with your best attack bonus. 18. Okay. So you start disassembling some of the bombs a little bit, or at least where you have access to Very them. Very carefully. Yes. And... You're not able to defuse the, any of them with that with a roll of that caliber, but you are able to see that they are wired into essentially every subsystem and the superstructure on this asteroid. They're all wired back into the main computer console, so it seems to be sort of a absolute fail-safe in the event someone tries to access their uh, system. Do exactly what we're about to yeah, do. Yeah, about to try to do, yeah. After three failed attempts, instead of locking your phone, it blows you off. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what do you guys think? You guys want to try it? Do you feel lucky? I think so. An alternate could be we set it off intentionally, kind of takes care of the messing up their plans thing, but it negates any information that we might gain, and it might draw their attention more than we want. Why not both? Get the information, then set it off. Because if we can get the information without them knowing, then I guess they already know we're here. They know we're here. so that. But do we want to piss them off intentionally? They're not already going to be. We're touching well, their they stuff. know we're here, but eh, I don't know. Captain? I think we should try to get information if we can. Maybe see where the information is being sent to. Yeah. All right, Sparks. I, yeah, I don't know that the destination of the information is important, just that we get the same information they have. Whatever you can get. All right. Sorry, I'm looking to see if I have any other like mechanic shit that I'm forgetting about that's going to give me a bonus. Can here. I assist in any way other than like my hand on the back of his suit, ready to yank him out? No risk, no reward. You can also make a computer's check to try to assist. I will do that. I, I have, say, I have no. I, I'm not trained in it. I will yeah. not. No, do that. you cannot. I, I say encouraging words through the uh, <laughs> comp system. Soothing, soothing encouraging words. Were you doing assistance on that or anything? She or? can't. She can't. Okay. Um. Okay. I believe in you, Sparks. Oh, pretty good. Okay, that's an 18. Uh, plus 16 on that, so 30, what does that make? 34. Four. Yeah. All right, you're able to bypass the lockout and access the pirate system. Woo-hoo! Sweet. Um, which is good, because as you're getting in there, you can kind of see how this thing is rigged. The first thing that happens is the door slams shut. I was worried about that. <laughs> uh, so it basically seems to be a little depository. Uh, 
data depository. Okay. Uh, it's just getting data on any starships that pass through the system mm -hmm. and logging them. Sweet. Uh, you can see that a starship with the designation Drift's Edge mm -hmm. has moved back and forth in this system several times over the last five years. Mm -hmm. About six months ago, a about six months ago, a starship flying the colors of the Starfinder Society called the Boundless Horizons arrived in but did not leave the system. Okay. And then about three months ago, the Black Star arrived but did not leave the system. Hmm. Um, the, last, the last arrival of the Drift's Edge was about six and a half months ago. Is that... Standard glare, or standard Absalom time. Okay. And you said, sorry, it was like every six months that it was coming back and forth? Uh, it, would, it would vary. Okay. Sometimes it'd be a few months. Sometimes it, once it came back within about uh, like two weeks of itself. Oh, okay. Uh, but, all, but all told, it looks like it would pop back here about six or seven times annually for the last five years or so. Hmm. All right. Uh, but it arrived and did not leave the system about a little over six months ago, at six and a half. Okay. So it's still here too. Uh, you also, with that roll that good, geez, um, you find there was an anomaly that arrived shortly after the Drift's Edge did on the last trip, mm -hmm. um, but the anomaly was unidentified. Okay, interesting. Anything else of note on the system that I should be aware of? The only other ship that's come in or out of system was one called the Light Runner, which arrived about three years ago and left. So I guess I'll download a copy of whatever I can get access to? Yeah, you can basically all the logs, it's a text file. Okay. Can I remove... Oh, sorry. One other thing you've gotten with that? Uh-huh. Uh, this file can be accessed remotely through a specific like code ping, and you can have that code ping now. Oh, good. Okay, we're going to take that. <laughs> yes, we are. Um, but I'm also... We can access the whole system as if we're I'm here, in... basically, using that? I mean, if you want to reprogram to do something different, you'd, it would be a more involved thing. But okay. with the check you've made so far, you would know the, the code sequence, so mm -hmm. you can essentially download who's, ar who's arrived or left but what, from anywhere in system. Okay. What I'm interested in doing is deleting ourselves from the logs. Yeah, child's play. Sweet. Okay. Uh, and the fact that this terminal's even been accessed, if possible. Okay, make another computer check for that. This one does not risk blowing you up. Good. Uh, that's a 20... Sorry, my math is terrible. That's a 25. You're pretty sure you got it. Okay, sweet. Uh, okay, I think we're I think we're clear here, folks. Tally-ho. Let's get back to the ship, then. Mm-hmm. Yank the winches. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you make it back to the ship. Reel them in. <laughs> <laughs> got cricket on winches. Yeah, there you go. Little spider hand. <laughs> You're really the Aristotle webs the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I'll load whatever we just copied over into the ship system and, uh, you know, share the information with everybody else. All right. So we're ready to head to the fourth planet? Yes. Yep. think so. All right. All right. As you approach Risk's orbit in two more days, uh, you're close enough to actually scan the planet now. Uh, it seems to have two large continents. One is in the kind of Antarctic section and mm -hmm. appears to be a frigid wasteland, more or less. The mm -hmm. other one is along the equator of the planet and appears to be tropical. It's heavily forested by all uh, by all signs and is teeming with life. Mm -hmm. uh, it also seems to be the source of the distress beacon. Okay. Uh, there are two moons, one of which seems to be pretty much just dead rock. The other one, which shows some pings of useful minerals within from a kind of casual scan. 
Uh, there's no sign of any of the three ships that have arrived in the system. Save for the distress call having a Starfinder Society tag on it. In the logs and stuff that I downloaded, was there any indication of the positioning? Like, does the distress beacon location match the last known location of any of the Starfinder Society like vessels? It doesn't have that information. It's basically okay. just in or out of system. Okay. In time of translation. Okay. It's a key card pad. Well, I think we should head toward the distress beacon. But that's what they would expect us to do. <laughs> we'll do it carefully. <laughs> um, okay. Make a computer's use check, please. Now they're not 20. All right. Uh, you detect something anomalous and moving fast in the void... Um, coming from around one of the moons. And that is where we'll end for tonight. Dun, dun, dun. So thank you all for joining us on our adventure tonight. We approach risk to next time. Thank you to at the JBoss40 for saying some nice things about us on Twitter and shouting out some good folks. Uh, all the presents from today were uh, on him. He was very generous and I just couldn't turn away his uh, suggestions. So Jim, thanks a lot. Thanks, bud. Thanks. Thank you. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Die by the Dice. We're at 150 followers now as of time of recording, so we are psyched about that. Yeah. Um, this plucky little podcast is moving right along, so I'm very happy to have that happen. You can email us if anything's in, you can email us anything longer form, die by the dice at gmail.com. And as always, please leave a recommendation on your podcast listening method of choice and tell a friend. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.